0: Hello, hello on this fine evening and welcome, welcome to the Ringo Zone, this is a different different cadence intro, there there you go, alright, here we are, I did it, I landed it, shut up, okay, <laughs> whatever, my name's Carrie <laughs> fuck you, I thought I was, I was graceful and wonderful, that was a great opener, what's your name bitch, who's laughing?
1: I'm Kayla, that's there me. There it is.
0: And I'm Max, I'm Max and uh, this is
2: the first time I'm recording in the new server. I gotta say, I question some of the decor choices here. It'll never be the same.
0: But
2: why do we have a? I mean, in theory, I like the 1970s conversation pit, but Mm -hmm. I don't like the sofa, which looks like it's from the 1970s. Can we replace that, or is that like load
0: bearing? No, that (laughs) I think contractually, we we actually (laughs) conversation pit sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I like. uh, 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 All right, so okay, we're talking about. Fucking Steven Universe future PTSD We're mode, talking about baby.
1: growing pain. Yeah, this yeah, is like the episode. Name.
0: So this episode, if you don't know, I'm just gonna tell you right now, is about trauma. <laughs> it's like there's not a lot of discussion around that, I feel like, right? Like I think we're all on the same no, page with like that, right? We
1: all we all know what's up. Yeah.
0: It's astonishingly frank. But yeah, no, so Steven, I, it's, it's, I like this one because they, they also show that it's like Steven has this like dumb thing with Connie, which is like, it's like, oh my God, this is embarrassing or whatever. But it's like, this isn't going to like, you know, ruin a person. But also he has all these other experiences that are like incredibly fucked up and that his like whole childhood has been like this, where one of these experiences, maybe could fuck up a kid. But also like Connie had a lot of these experiences and she was okay. It's, like, with Steven, it's, like, with Connie, I imagine she probably has gone to some therapy about all this, like, realistically. Yeah. This is, I don't know, it's, I really like this episode because it, 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 also, like, the way that it's, like, his trauma is reflected in his body, and then, therefore, he, like, sees a doctor. It's, like, that's definitely a thing because trauma can come out as, like, eating disorders, self-mutilation, mm-hmm. like, just like, a million things that can, like, hit your body with.
2: Well, uh- before we get into anything deep, uh. What do you think that Connie and Shep are throwing out at their concerts? Do you mean Sadie? Yes. That is the (laughs) character's name.
1: Um, I wonder if Sadie and Shep were throwing out CDs of other bands. Yeah. Other bands' music.
0: Yes, yeah. No, they were they were throwing out just like their favorite albums.
1: Yeah, some (laughs) recommendations.
0: That would be actually awesome. Uh, alright, I like that. That's a good- that's a good place to settle. Alright, so Steven was lying in bed, humiliated, covered in ice cream and shame.
1: We cannot blow past how- how it opened with a trailer for Dogcopter Oh, yes, yes, yes,
0: yes, Dogcopter.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Dogcopter's, like, fine.
0: Like, I don't know. I, oh. I feel like- I don't want to say I feel ambivalent about it. I just feel I like Dog it's Copter. like- I am I'm down with Dogcopter. I liked it more in the past. That's what um, I mean, yeah. But, like I, but I don't less. know it's
2: like, just- I think I I think the past sketches they had with it were just better. Like
1: Well, this one had to lead to Steven making the complaint that everyone is getting married except for him. Yeah, I well, mean, I that
2: th- was hilarious. That was a great punchline.
1: Yeah. But so yeah. you take the two together is what I'm saying. Where it's like one of the better bits for Dog Copter is it no, leads to I... Steven being like, even Dog Copter's fucking
0: getting married. <laughs> yeah. No, I did I did <laughs> like the punchline a lot. The punchline was really good. So from Dog Copter we get Greg being like, Hey kiddo, you doing okay? And Steven's like, I kinda need to talk to somebody, Ben here Steven, and then they're like, Alright, cool. And, <laughs> and then he's like, Alright, I'll go figure this out, I guess. And well I mean, Greg, Greg, was, Greg was absolutely asking,
2: like, are you sure? Cause, yeah. Because, like, he's having fun, and then Stephen hears that, and then Greg's like, are you sure you don't want to talk about it? I see you called for a reason. And he's like, oh, we can talk about it later so that's the thing
0: yeah but also like this just this episode brings up Greg as a parent for like why hasn't Steven been in therapy since like the first like, mean, time the centipedal attack that's, like, a, that,
2: that's a lot of good conversation that I'd definitely like to save for the next episode
0: that's true yeah but my point this episode i guess is the point is just like it opens up the idea for the first time that like right because greg, yeah. greg, greg is just such a good father compared to like what a shitty mother like the gems tend to be very often that he's like wow what a savior but like really it's like Greg's a good guy but he's not like he needs a partner who's not a dumbass i think in the past whenever we talked about greg um for the most part we've been overwhelmingly positive
2: about yeah. it and in the fandom in general you know every, people love to talk about like oh how Greg is such a good dad and maybe even like one of the best cartoon dads and all that stuff in many ways. Yeah. Greg is this great father role model and how supportive and communicative he is even with their very non-traditional living arrangement. But for the first time we really get to understand how that non-traditional arrangement, you know, even with Greg trying his best, like, for the first time ever, the show really presents the idea that Greg dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, there's no competent parent right now for Steven with this, like, for this problem.
2: Like, Steven's never been to the doctor in 16 years. I guess, like, we all kind of knew that. But also, once you say it out loud, it's like, wow, yeah, what the fuck? Mm
0: -hmm. Well, also, I was gonna say, like, well, so why wouldn't Garnet do anything about this? And I was like, well, then Garnet maybe thought that, like, well, Gems, like, don't have this problem, so she wouldn't understand go to a doctor. But then it would be like, well, then Steven would act different, though. And I was like, well, no, the Gems pretty much act as neurotic as he does, which means that, like, basically all the Gems, yeah, actually just, like, don't even know what that's there. I don't think they even know it's an option. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they even know it's a thing to go take a kid to. Like, how would they? Why would she ever take Steven to a human doctor? She's a gem. This is a gem problem. Like, that's, you know, yeah, she 100% would be like, this is a gem problem. <laughs> it would be one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so I, yeah, I just feel like Steven's got no chance here. Like, he goes from, I guess, hating himself to, um, like denying all this to looking for help and not getting it, and also like like lashing at him and like, get the fuck away from me, and also like not attacking anyone, but like he gets so physically large that it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, another way to put it is that like he's physically dangerous in some way. I don't like, know. Or... He,
2: like, I, I'm just remembering still on the gems a bit, like, because we saw that flashback episode from when Steven was a baby, and like we see that the gems really had no concept of what a baby was. Oh, like, not at, at, at all. And those are definitely not the right people to raise a child.
0: Yeah, no and because the thing is like, Greg I think could work as a great dad if he had a person who was at all like together as a human that could look at Steven and be like shouldn't we do something here? Like like he's mm-hmm. a good fun parent but you need to have a second well, parent who's kind of if you're going to have him be the dad and have him be a good parent, you know what I mean?
1: Let's not forget that Steven and greg did not live in the same house like steven turned like 8 or 10 or something like that and moved out of like wherever greg was living probably the van and moved in with the gems so like everybody is to blame here like we're we're harshing greg a whole lot but like everyone who had a hand in steven's parenting did oh, 100% really yeah think, like it, the the idea of maybe we are not doing the best job never presented itself to any of them. You
2: know? yeah. Everybody's at fault except Lars.
0: Yeah, no, the the yeah. only person <laughs> who looks out for, like, Steven and, like, recognizes this at all was Connie, which is just, like, fucking props to Connie, I have to say. like like, hmm. finally someone does. It's, like, also very, like, makes the tracks that, like, Connie would be the person that would be like, hey, you have PTSD, let's go talk to my mom. Yeah. I also, I, I think that, like, fucking Dr. Maheswaran is bragging when she's like, I'm usually booked up for a week. And it's like, oh, yeah, like why are you talking about how, like, fucking busy you are? Like, shut the fuck so, up. So
2: <laughs> I, have, I have a thought about that. And I feel like, I, I feel like it's less that Dr. Maheswaran wanted to brag and, like, kind of. I realize this is very dumb, as I said, and almost definitely not the case. But part of me feels like the writers thought that if Stephen could just get an appointment, that would be the point that snaps a lot of people's suspension of disbelief. So they had to explain it in the script. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, as someone going through a fucking double spinal injury right now, I cannot cannot get appointments like sooner than a week um, away.
1: I'm laughing because it's funny, because it hurts, because it's true.
0: Right. But no, okay. So Dr. in, I mean, lover. Yeah. What a fucking standout episode for her! Yeah. yeah, I love that she also she had like an interest. I guess um, she had some kind of interest in the, the other gems and like wanted to take X rays of them. Like I like that she has hey, an cool, interest but... in, in shit like outside of just my, being a doctor. My, my
2: big thing, my big thing is like Doctor Maheshwaran has always been a source of conflict in the show for the fact that she's like the most realistic. And down to earth I'm Connie's mom. Who and this has is not nothing how to, to do with a child. the super, Yeah, who has nothing <laughs> to do with the supernatural shit. Yeah. And finally, we've come to a point where those facts about her are what makes her the hero of the episode.
0: Specifically, yeah. they need exactly her and nobody else. Everybody else is, is the, for the, the protagonist of her. this episode is a fucking reality check. I love yeah. it. I, so yeah, this is to me. I, I think like my the beginning of my favorite part of Steven Universe, which is just like let's take all of this now as if it was real. How's this kid doing? Like very yeah. very directly, and I love it. I love it. I love it. So she she gives him a checkup, and they, feel free to slow me down if you guys have any thoughts here. They Go had ahead.
1: some like real fun with the animation, like up until like through the phone call that he made that Connie made to him, up through like some of the exam. Bits they had some fun with the animation because I feel they knew that they were going to get really uncomfortably real at the end of this episode. So, like, Steven, like, we have
2: Steven swelling up with the fucking elephant man head and shit, and then we have, you know, like like, the the cute little bit where oh, the little rubber mallet gets stuck in the bubble, haha, yeah, and then it's like. Dere is turning giant and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Like yeah, Steven's
1: yeah. some of Steven's expressions early in the episode are very like classic Steven Universe, like really squishy too many lines kind of kind of expressions. Um and then <laughs> and then uh dr mahashiran starts saying you have ptsd and then stephen has a breakdown and it's not fun anymore so I, i'm i'm happy for the top half of the episode that they were like let's yeah. move around a little bit
2: i really appreciate too how like the breakdown and the montage of stuff they showed like there's there's some confusing things in it like i don't know how ronaldo's swinging a potato with stephen is supposed to be a prime example of trauma. Although just knowing Ronaldo, I guess, is pretty traumatic. Yeah. Uh, I I appreciate I appreciate the fact that they made like all the little things accumulate and not just the big moments. because like, yeah. yeah, that's right. Steven did turn into a fucking Mass of Cats, and yeah. all of us forgot about that episode because it was the part of season one before Lapis was introduced. So none of the fandom cares about it because the yeah. show didn't have a plot. And that's yet. How it kind of but works with trauma, too. That's, that's a fucking hellish experience
0: to get through. And that was, like, goofy comedy at the time. For what you just said, though, here's an interesting way to think about this. So what Dr. Mary's promise leads with is, as soon as you had your injuries, you instantly healed from them. And, like, her point is, well, this isn't healthy to have done, like, 4,000 times, Stephen. Like, at this point, this isn't, like... your skeleton's fucked, like what is this? But like another way to put this is that like as those events happened to Steven, he instantly rolled with it and he like completely was able to take it in stride and like he didn't act like anything was wrong with him, like right? So it's like I feel like there is some sense where it's like we viewed Stephen Universe through the eyes of the character Stephen Universe and like the way that he was interpreting drama. And then the show turns it upside down because then all of a sudden it's like, guess what? Not cartoon world anymore. Now it's real life. Steven, how does he feel about all that now? And it's like, oh well that is how it came to feel. But it's like a very interesting I think you made that point, sorry, but that's, yeah, I think that that, the way she opened it up, I think, very much ties into what you said.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's really well put.
2: I just love how real she gets with, like, the medical discussion of the stress on the body, too. Wait, don't, don't,
1: a... don't, don't go too deep into that, because I want to go into it for oh. my final thoughts. so save, save that, and we can banter then.
2: I, all, all I want to say is, I just think it's really neat that, like, they say that on a kid's show. Because that's a really cool thing for children to learn.
1: I have one quick note before we start like rolling into the last bits of the episode. Um, yeah. is that even now, Stephen doesn't want to reach out. like for the last couple of episodes, he's been denying himself like reaching out to others for advice or help or anything. And um, like even when Greg is like, "Are you sure you don't want to talk to me?" um during during that phone call steven is like no yeah yeah so like he he he, it took it took this kind of breakdown and his dad showing up in in a moment of crisis for him to acknowledge that he's not doing well
0: steven turning giant Stephen never gets violent but it's like a violent outburst yeah it's like a very weird yeah, and it also is weird to see Steven scream, even though he's like a giant fucking going Tommy Pickles up in mm-hmm. this bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't know still.
1: After Greg takes Steven back, back home, there is a line that Greg says to Steven, which is, you don't have to solve all of your problems in one night. And this is an extremely true-to-life moment in this episode, because... I feel like probably for a lot of us, once you realize that you have a problem, you want to just solve it, get it done, move on, you know, and never have to think about it again and then be big air quotes, better, right? And this is the kind of advice that is extremely important. Even though we get some actual real like medical, psychological talk that's important for kids to hear about, you know experiencing trauma and what have you. I think the most important point of this episode is Greg reassuring Steven that it's fine that he doesn't know what to do.
0: You know. Yeah, no, I definitely. I I like that there's advice in this one too, yes. because is it if if like you know part of the reason you'd want this to be in a kid show for kids would be like, all right, well now ideally some fucking fifteen year old or whatever would be able to figure out like, hey, wait, I seem to be having a similar experience right mm-hmm. now, maybe to this, and then might be able to put together, or at the very least, because maybe you're able to put together the whole time, like this seems a little fucked up, like this doesn't seem right, like a little, you know what I mean, like a little yeah. bit part to be like, huh, this is a little fucked, right? Jesus Christ. Uh, if there's a little party doing that, then maybe there's parties able to see yourself in this, and then maybe you're able to hear that advice from Greg, and then maybe you're able to be like, "Hey, look, this makes sense." And then you have that advice earlier in. So, like, I definitely do love including some good advice if you're gonna like pair it with with something like this. This is definitely like a give the kids something to chew on. Shit.
1: Yeah. This is a heavy one. I wish that I'd had this when I was, you know, hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah. I had,
0: like, no model for, like, any, I had no model for fucking trauma or what PTSD meant or what bipolar disorder really meant.
1: Or by maybe not understanding that having some ongoing problems is fine. Yes. <laughs> I will say, though, nobody at this episode looked Steven in the face and said, go to therapy.
0: Yeah, no, Besides, Dr. Maheshwaran, like, I feel like kind of didn't directly allude to it, but I feel like there's an implicit thing that, like... Dr.
2: Maheshwaran was distracted by the fact that her patient was growing bigger and destroying the hospital room. I can forgive her for forgetting to, like... Prescribe him something in the wake of that. Well, I bad. would
0: say, I mean, you definitely can't prescribe Stephen literally any drugs because of his like biology, like really mm-hmm. like, like, responsibly, you can't do that. But like, I would say that like she also probably wanted to give him a referral or gave him a referral or suggested he go see it as a therapist, and then he probably just was like, okay, whatever, and it's just some off-camera bullshit. Because I also don't believe that Doctor Haysworth wouldn't have said, "You need to see a counselor," like on the way out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's no way that she would not have said because she also never doesn't speak her mind she wouldn't be like that was crazy she would be like no you need to see someone so yeah i don't know or at least connie would there's no way i trust connie my girl would definitely be like steven you gotta but i see steven also be like i don't have to see a therapist i'm fine yeah i totally see him being that guy
2: yeah the point of seeing the universe
0: future isn't like to refute the entire show that came
2: before it's just to explore okay so what would this actually do to a person? Well, also,
0: also, it's like, I don't think I look at any traumas and I'm like, thank you. But also, I do believe, you know, I have some, I don't know, like, this, the whole idea we just said is like, yeah, you, any trauma, you if you went back and just undid it necessarily for a lot of them, it's like, well, you're just a different person now. And, like, mm-hmm. that might not be for the better. And, like, you should be able to, if you love who you are now, which you should be able to do, and then, like, you don't need to change that. Shit sucked, whatever.
1: And I think that's where Steven moves at the end of the series. yeah
0: no it definitely it definitely ends with kind of not directly steven's in therapy but almost like everyone realizes like we need to be a proper support network and like steven needs help which is Mm -hmm. like the closest you're going to get i think to saying it out loud really y'all want to roll the final thoughts or are we not already in them all right uh so i guess my
2: my thing was um because i really appreciate you know the show talking about all this stuff that a lot of kids shows don't talk about and i think the thing is we can't have a show that's just like info dumping medical facts on children because that'd be extremely fucking boring but i really do appreciate how they took the opportunity to you know write this as an engaging story while delivering this message and information and the thing that stands out to me the most about it is um you know in the past i've complained a lot about um you know kind of Episodes that feel like they're just about like mental health or emotional interaction or whatever like that's it the whole episode is oh we want to tell a story about that and I've also stated that you know Steven Universe future and the way that it's written is kind of something that I've wanted for the show for years so for me it kind of feels like this episode in particular is kind of them doing what they've always wanted to do but finally getting it right in a way. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, if I were a TV executive... I don't think I would have ever approved like a whole show. That's everything that future is. that
0: would have been. These would have been bad episodes. Almost. Steven universe. Like Steven universe was partially a kid's show. I feel like and like Steven Universe, future is also uh, a kid's show. It is. It
2: is they're both kids. Well, no, but yeah, but what I have
0: to say is Steven universe is like, like is meant to appeal to kids and then like ideally adults. And it's written in a way that that happens very easily. in like teenagers and shit, but it's like, it's also like fully works for children. Whereas TV, Universe future I think is like is geared technically to like an older audience. And like, an existing fan base. even like you can't watch that show without watching
2: that. A lot of the audience grew up with the show, and with you know the fact in mind that they have an older audience, but people go kind of back and forth in this idea of like what a kids' show is and can be, or is supposed to be. And I've definitely found myself on both sides of the argument, where like, dude, calm down, it's just a kids' show, and also like, oh, but kids, you know, can handle a lot more than we give them credit for, and. It's just kind of interesting for me watching, like, how Steven Universe and then Steven Universe Future kind of feel like two different sides of that. Yeah. A lot of it just kind of feels like to me that Steven Universe Classic was trying to be this the whole time and then never quite reached it. Well, I I think
0: this is maybe, like, an aspect of Steven Universe Classic that was, like, we all, like, really loved, right? But, like, I think you also could never pitch Steven Universe Future, so like, the nice thing about Steven Universe future is by doing Steven Universe Classic, getting that fan base, I think then that allows for them to be like, we can just shed all the stuff that was required for us to be like on Cartoon Network, cool, and we can just like just kind of do purified Steven Universe is like, you know what I mean? Like like that little like extra kind of like this is a thing we're doing, we're adding to besides just like wacky fun adventures. So like, I think that's like a really like salient point though, like like that like yeah, like this is this is kind of like. This is kinda of like what Steven Universe, I guess, like was I wasn't say I don't to say it was trying to be, but I totally agree that this is like the most distilled version of it.
1: Nobody has said what my final thought was not. So uh,
0: Oh, so yours is already out. Yeah, okay. so mine's
1: already out there. Um just that this is like the most straightforward lesson that Steven Universe has ever presented, um, with Dr. Maheshwaran like actually sitting down and explaining what trauma is, you know. Like, there's no... It's not wrapped up in a metaphor or through, like, a character's vocabulary, necessarily. It's like, I am a doctor and this is what this is.
0: Yeah, the the, the exact language that it's used. Exactly. So it's like the the exact medical language that she uses or whatever is, like, totally accurate, like, language. I love that, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Which we don't see a lot. Definitely.
0: For my final thought, I'll say my throat is dry and... um, and steven universe is like pretty good or like getting near the end which is like <laughs> weird But uh, thank you for listening and i love you and uh keep on keeping on that's that's my final thought bitch there you go
1: is the payoff nothing though
0: the payoff is nothing